if you ever have cut a piece of wood or cut a piece of steak, which is the one you want to use, they're both good. You can build a house with one. The other one you can't. you got to eat that one. You cut steak against the grain. You cut against the grain. In the same way with God, it's, a li- it's different. With God, you cannot cut against the grain. You have to go with the grain. Because if you cut against the grain, this is where, again, this is what righteousness, God says, follow me. And if you do this, check this out. Judgment then is not against you, but for you. You are righteously judged, righteously judged, meaning doing what is right, and you are judged righteously and found righteous according to the word. Through your obedience, therefore justified. Praise the Lord. Again, going against the grain. Righteous will not come against you. It will not come against you because you are in the will of God. And instead, it will defend you. God is righteous. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So God is righteous. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. So God also says that we should delight in his word. Uh, he says he has written his law in our hearts. But more importantly, Psalm 1, chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. But he delights, but he, his delight, that's us, delights in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Praise God. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. We are to meditate on God's word, which is encompassed by the law and the love of God. God's law is for us as love. He loves us, so he gave us something to, uh, again, set our guardrails to. Now, we don't live according to the law. But we do still obey the law. And when I say according to the law, I'm talking about the ceremonial law. The ceremonial law was done away with. We don't stone people anymore. We don't kill animals anymore. We don't sacrifice. The God says to present our bodies a living sacrifice. So we present ourselves. We are to meditate on God's word and be encompassed by the love of God. Praise the Lord. Psalm 1-1, I'm bringing you back real quick. The word of God reads, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Meaning that if a man walks uprightly when he is blessed, because he is in the meditation, the counsel of the righteous one. He does not partake of unrighteousness counsel and does not stand as the way of the sinners who are justified by their own thoughts. Again, their own unrighteousness as to what is right in their own understanding. He keeps the laws of God, not because he has, has to, but because his attitude is, I want to. God, God's laws ask us. He does not demand. Before the dispensation of Christ, it was, it was not so that way. Now the Lord speaks. I am righteous. Would you like to hear my voice daily? Will you serve me? Will you join me? Will you love me and keep my commandments? He has already told us this. If you love me, keep my commandments. First, he told us, but now he asks us. He says, will you keep them? Will you? Will you line up your will with my will? Will you? And if you do, I'll do great things with you. Praise the Lord. He has already told us, if you love me, keep my commandments. Moving in, it makes you say this. I will keep your commandments because you have the righteousness of God. I will pray for the gifts because you have the righteousness of God. I will stay away from the things that don't glorify you, Lord. I will love you, Lord. I will love my brethren. He is love, mercy, grace, and he is just, and he desires that we have, that we may live more abundantly, and I, want, and I want to explain what 
God at times wants us to live more abundantly. His abundance for us is his desires for his kingdom. It does not sound, it does not sound more pleasing than judgment. You know, judgment against us. Casting into utter darkness or being forsaken. Because this is what's going to happen after judgment. We want to seek. Praise the Lord. And in verse 3, he shall make a tree. And we're planted. He talks about our, our leaves not withering. Usually the first thing that goes is the, is, are the leaves. Actually, it's flowers and leaves. But leaves are what remain. And, once they, and if they're strong, then obviously the tree has been nourished properly. And it's sitting in a good type of water. I remember I was on my way to conference. Just share this real quick. With what I was talking to Brother Wybera about the, uh, I shared with Sister Ashley too, but uh, in the back, and how how God spoke to me, the the minute I left here, while I was on the road, when I got there, when I went to, God spoke to me again, and then this morning He spoke to me, and He was He's just speaking to us if we seek Him and hear His word. He never he, God never stops talking. We stop listening. Praise the Lord. Yeah, God spoke to me again. And uh, he mentioned the first, you know, mentioning our fruits and so forth. And uh, at first I thought is, well, God's going to give us so many people because the fruit is something of growth, right? We see that. But the fruit that this scripture is talking about is the fruit within us, spiritual fruit within us. So the things that I do for God, am I doing them with joy or am I doing them with like, I don't think I want to do that. Not today. <laughs> we do them with love. Lord, do it as unto the Lord. Do it as unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. I mean, this is my, we're talking, and again, here's, uh, I remember again myself being in this, in this situation. This is when I was in the world, okay? Now, I want to make that very clear. Be like, oh, he thinks like that. No, this is the righteousness of God. And someone who says, I will continue to do uh, this for the Lord because I'm glad. This is the fruit of an individual. But this is me in the world. I remember before I came to the Lord, I used to think much about the church. And I used to think like, wow, those people are just wasting their time. They're going to church just sitting there and singing and reading out of this book. But it was more than that. There was people worshiping God, growing spiritually, learning more about God, getting more familiar with God, being more in tune with God, preparing to go to heaven. And I was in, I was in no shape or form ready for that. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to skip down to about 20 pages. No, I'm kidding with you guys. <laughs> All right. But I believe, you know, here's, um, I believe that Jesus Christ uh, was that sacrifice. I testify it. I believe we all testify it. It's our treat for us. It's a gift to us. You know, we should be like the kids that every now and then they clean up your room and I'll give you a treat. They'll, they'll put it away. It'll be all under the bed. I just want to let you know that. It won't be in boxes and it won't be under stuff. It'll be under their bed. I'm just warning you. I have three kids. I know. <laughs> they don't all do that. They don't all do that. Praise God. Praise the Lord. They don't all do that. But God wants us to come to him in that shape and form. You know, just, Lord, you died for me. You gave me what? I'm giving you eternal life that you would that you would live your life here more abundantly, but also when you live it here abundantly, it's not going to stop. It's going to, we're going to shoot straight up to heaven. We're going to walk, talk about, again, we're going to talk, talk with Moses. 
I want to hear the stories unless God gives them to us to understand. I'll be excited for that. Praise the Lord. Whosoever is born, God does not commit sin for his seed remaineth in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. So we're born. This is, again, this is, I'm sorry, John, 1 John 3, 9. Whosoever is born of God doth not sin. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. Praise God. God has been If you would stand with me in closing, God plays close attention. He gives us a window of opportunity that no one can offer. His word is set in heaven as well as on earth, and he is not, nor will he change. Like the rain, it will it'll rain until it's done. It will. The same is with God. He will only pour out down His Spirit until there is no need to pour it out anymore because it has run out. And when He stops, we who are alive with Him will be with Him. So if someone hears this message, or whether it be through this, through our, you know, our, you know, our uh, digital, do it now so that you start this, your new step in new, you know, in your new life, living a righteous life for God. Jesus Christ wants to cover you. He wants to robe you with his mercy and his grace. The two first two chapters of Acts testify of what needs to happen. Follow that. It's the truth. It'll break you. It'll bring you to tears. It'll let you know what you have. What you have to an expectation. Praise the Lord. If you would, again, if you'd re repeat that, put on the righteousness, righteousness, righteousness of Christ. Because without it, they will not see God. If you'd worship with us today, praise the Lord. Will you stand?
we lift up the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He is worthy. He is worthy. Hallelujah. We're getting ready to transition, but let me just say this. Um, you know, you heard everything that God has to say. This is his word. This is not me. This is his word. And if you feel any conviction, it would be a good thing to cleanse it, right? It's a good thing to cleanse because we're getting ready to go into, in, into worship service pretty soon. And there's going to be, again, chains, more chains are going to have to fall. More walls that have to fall. God brings things to remembrance to us so that we remember that we can repent of them. And we thank God for that because His mercy and His grace endureth forever. Praise the Lord in Jesus' name. God bless you.